The following sermon was delivered by guest preacher Rev. Dr. Laura Mendenhall in the sanctuary of Fifth Avenue Presbyterian Church in New York City. We welcome you to worship with us every Sunday in person or on live stream. For details, go to FAPC.org. And now, here is Rev. Mendenhall. We turn to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2. Hear God's word for us today. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home. So many gathered around that there was no longer room for them, not even in front of the door, and he was speaking the word to them. Then some people came bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. And when they could not bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him, and having dug through it, they let down the mat on which the paralytic lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, why does this fellow speak in this way? It is blasphemy. Who can forgive sins but God alone? At once, Jesus perceived in his spirit that they were discussing these questions among themselves. And he said to them, why do you raise such questions in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, stand up, take your mat, and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, stand up, take your mat, and go to your home. And he stood up and immediately took the mat and went out before all of them so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, the leper must have really spread the word about Jesus' miracles because wherever Jesus went, the crowds followed him. Even when he went back home, the place where folks are usually not impressed, no matter how miraculous you were elsewhere, even there, so many gathered around Jesus that there was no room left inside the house. Not even any room to stand outside the front door and listen. However, that did not deter four people who were determined to get their friend to Jesus. We have no idea what, if any, conversation these friends had with their paralyzed friend. Was he asking for help? Or were these four simply exhausted from having to carry him everywhere they went? Did the paralyzed man fight them on this enterprise to get to Jesus or encourage them? I don't know. That doesn't seem to be a part of the story that, Matt, that Mark felt was important. This story is about more than the paralyzed man. For Mark, the story was about the friends who did the heavy lifting. While these friends carried the paralytic up an outside staircase to the roof, those watching may have been amused, perhaps wondering what these folks had in mind. Or maybe once they got to the roof and the 
four dug through the thatching to create an opening and lowered their friend into the room with Jesus, it was interesting. Jesus made no comment on this unusual entry. Or maybe this was considered an alternative entrance to a home. I don't know. There's no mention of the property damage. No mention of who would repair the thatching. Not even any mention of the energy or strength exhibited by the friends. Jesus only recognized the faith of his friends. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven. The man's sins were forgiven and he was healed because his friends had faith. This is one of my very favorite healing stories because it is not about the faith of the paralytic. We hear absolutely nothing from this paralyzed man who entered through the roof and walked out the door carrying his mat. Not one word from him. When Jesus reached out to heal the woman who was bleeding, he said to her, your faith has made you well. When Jesus healed the blind man, he touched the eyes of the blind man and said, according to your faith, be it unto you. When the leper sought healing from Jesus, the leper said, if you're willing, you can make me whole. And Jesus did. In these stories, each was healed because of their faith in Jesus. But not this time. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven. This healing is not the response to a profession of faith on the part of the one needing healing. This healing comes as a response to the faith of the paralytic's friends. Sometimes we have to lean on the faith of our friends. Most of us have days, weeks, months, when our doubt dominates us. We question, is it true that God so loved the world that he gave his only son that we, that I, might not perish but have eternal life? There are times when life's tragedies cause us not to know what we believe. And during those times we come to church not because we believe, but because we do not believe and want to lean on the faith of the church. We sing the hymns, or we listen to others sing them. We pray the prayers, or listen. We repeat the affirmations of faith, or we listen. Not because we have faith, but because we do not have faith, and because we need to lean on the faith of the church. When our spirit is paralyzed, and we cannot believe for ourselves, we lean on each other's faith. We believe for one another. In the 1500s, Spanish nun Teresa of Avila said, the best way of knowing God is to frequent the company of God's people. We have to lean on one another's faith in order to receive forgiveness and healing. And maybe 
Maybe that was true for you this week. Maybe that's why you're here today, to lean on our faith. However, you may know it's not easy to lean on another's faith. Often it feels like instead of being carried, we're just pulled along, dragged along a bumpy path, and all we really have to show for it are the bruises. We don't always know how to carry one another well. We're much more used to simply taking care of ourselves. But sometimes healing occurs when we are carried by the faith of others, even when the carrying is done poorly. And this time in scripture, seeing the faith of the friends, Jesus simply said, your sins are forgiven. Stand up, take your mat, and go home. Jesus had never healed this way before by forgiving sins, which initiated a controversy over his authority. These folks were happy for him to heal the man, but Jesus forgiving his sins seemed way too presumptuous to the church leaders. This healing of the paralytic carried by his friends marks the beginning of Jesus' journey to his crucifixion. However, this controversy did not stop Jesus from doing what needed to be done. These days, it's not difficult to imagine feeling paralyzed by tragedy and crisis. You may have seen the notation earlier this week that the U.S. has now surpassed 400 mass shootings since January 1 of this year. School shootings, massacres in churches and synagogues, in dance halls and bars, in grocery stores and banks and concerts at the front door of a neighbor. It's easy to shy away from engaging in public events because our fears paralyze us. There may be those worshiping with us online today whose experiences have paralyzed them. And worshiping online is the way they seek to lean on the faith of the church. I want to thank all those who make it possible for us to worship together online, those who work the cameras and figure out all the online technicalities. This congregation has such a wide variety of ways of carrying folks to Jesus. The art on the bulletin cover portrays a multitude of ways we carry one another for healing. I love how every week your bulletin lists those who have asked for prayers, those who need to lean on your faith in order to get through difficult times. I love how in the hallway behind the sanctuary here, how it's filled with posters describing your partnerships in ministry to prisoners, the elderly, those needing low-cost housing, food, and shelter in Harlem, victims of sexual assault, domestic abuse, trafficking in Queens, nurturing the faith of LB, LGBTQ plus folks in the city, the farminary and homes camp practicing ecology and food justice and partnerships along the Nile for literacy and job training, in Lesotho, caring for orphan children, in Madagascar, fostering public health, in the Philippines, training leaders along the U.S.-Mexican border, providing humanitarian care to migrants. Around the world, 
people are leaning on the faith of this congregation as you pray for them and invest in these ministries of healing. I give thanks for all the ways this church sings to us, prays with us and for us, bears witness to us, confesses to us the faith that no matter how bleak it looks, God has been this way before, and what God has done in the past bears witness as to what God will do now. Even this week, a week of unprecedented crisis in our country, we have good news upon which we can carry one another. The good book tells how in the beginning with nothing, in the darkest of night, in the groaning of creation, in the moments just before dawn, God's spirit moved over the watery chaos and brought forth order and life. We bear witness to the good news that even now, as God moves in our darkness, in our chaos and groaning, God will bring forth order and life. We are carried by the faith that God has been this way before. When Noah saw storm clouds gather and the rains begin to destroy evil, God remembered Noah. Even now, we are carried by the faith when storm clouds wreak havoc in our lives and we find ourselves gasping for air, God will remember us. When Moses and the Israelites cried out to God in their oppression, God heard their cries and moved behind and before them to open up a way for them, to lead them to safety. Even now, God also hears our cries and moves behind and before us and opens up a way for us. God has been this way before. Ezekiel tells of God giving to people who, of giving life to people who were weary and exhausted, as lifeless as a pile of dry bones of God breathing upon them and pulling them together and setting them on their feet, and they lived. Surely even now there is healing for us when we are weary and exhausted, without hope. God breathes upon us and pulls us together and sets us on our feet, and we walk forward. I have heard you voice your questions as well as God's truth, that never again will sin or death have the last word. I heard your alleluias that Christ was raised from the dead, bringing life out of death. Together we lean on the good news that God has been this way before, and even now we can be forgiven and healed. While Christ's lordship is not confined to our stories, we do bear witness to one another of how in the midst of death, God brings life. In the midst of separation, God brings reconciliation. In the midst of injustice, God brings compassion. In the midst of fear, God brings trust. As we bear one another's burdens and share our faith with one another, we become strong enough to look for Christ, who is going before us still. 
even when we make bad decisions, even when our efforts to do what is right are the wrong things to do, even when violence and evil seem to overwhelm goodness, even in the midst of only broken and scattered signs that the renewal of all things is underway, even then we are carried by the church's story that God has been this way before. And we lean on the faith of the church to see Christ among us even now. Today, as we come to this table, lean on one another's faith that Christ will forgive our sins and heal our paralysis. Receive from one another the bread of life and the cup of salvation because God has been this way before and goes before us still and there we will see him. Thanks be to God. Beloved in Christ, leaning on the faith of the church, go in peace to love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And may the God of hope give you all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Amen. We hope this sermon has been meaningful to you and given you a measure of hope, encouragement, and good news. If you would like to make a donation to support this audio ministry, please visit fapc.org give. Thank you and blessings to you on this day.